Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Friday the 9th of June 2023. I'm Michael Thompson. Every afternoon we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about, so let's jump into it. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 closed up 0.3% to 7,123 points today, with two sectors really doing much of the work, the tech stocks and the mining sector. Not a bad day at all for the miners, really, thanks to iron ore futures trading higher. BHP climbed 1.3%. Fortescue Metals was up 1.4%. The best on the bourse today was copper miner Nickel Industries, up 13.3%. The tech sector was the strongest overall. WiseTech Global closed up 2.6%. Online accounting group Zero gained 2.7%, and Altium was 1.4% higher. The best of the banks were ANZ and Macquarie Group, both up around 0.8%. Commonwealth Bank was the only one to go backwards, but even then it was only slightly, just by 0.1%. Bunch of the banks today announced they'd be passing on the full interest rate hike to mortgage holders, but that's really just become a formality now, hasn't it? Story number two, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has given it to Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe, having a bit of a crack over the Reserve Bank's prediction of no rate rises until 2024. The PM was facing criticism over the budget's own prediction that the cash rate would stay at 3.85%. It's, of course, now at 4.1% after the RBA's hike earlier this week. It was at a press conference and Mr Albanese was asked about the budget forecast, which he deflected to Treasury Secretary Stephen Kennedy. And it's worth actually just revisiting the whole quote here. He said, well, that's a question for the Treasury Department and I'm sure Mr Kennedy will be able to answer that. So it's a very neat deflection there. He went on to say, the Reserve Bank, of course, makes these decisions independently of government, as you know, and that's not the only prediction on interest rates that have not been correct. It's not as incorrect as the one saying there'd be no increases till 2024. So these things are all relative. It just goes to show, doesn't it, that behind the the very polished international statesman, there's still a little bit of the political brawler in Anthony Albanese. On to story number three, and the Prime Minister has also defended Finance Minister Katie Gallagher against accusations by the opposition that she misled Parliament about her knowledge of Brittany Higgins' rape allegation. Mr Albanese said it was, quote, bizarre that opposition leader Peter Dutton had suggested Gallagher had any responsibility for the former Liberal staffer's rape allegation. The Australian has reported that Ms Higgins and her fiancé David Shiraz claimed to have corresponded with Senator Gallagher days before the former Liberal staffer went public with her rape claim. The allegation Senator Gallagher misled Parliament traces back to a June 2021 Senate hearing when former Defence Minister Linda Reynolds claimed that senior Labor figures had been tipped off about Ms Higgins' allegations before they were aired in the media. At the time, Senator Gallagher said she had no knowledge ahead of time. Mr Albanese said he was absolutely confident that Senator Gallagher had not misled Parliament by saying she was unaware of Ms Higgins' rape allegations. Story number four, big news out of the US. Former President Donald Trump has been indicted in the federal probe over his handling of classified documents after leaving office. ABC News reported the former president faced at least seven charges, ranging from the willful retention of national defense information to conspiracy to a scheme to conceal false statements and representations. Mr. Trump wrote on his platform, Truth Social, in capital letters, that he was innocent. 
And he went on to say, the corrupt Biden administration has informed my attorneys that I have been indicted seemingly over the boxes hoax. Now, the federal charges deepen Mr. Trump's legal problems just as the 2024 presidential race is really heating up with the former president as the front runner for the Republican nomination. He already faces criminal charges in New York stemming from the Manhattan District Attorney's investigation into his role in a hush money payment to a porn star on the eve of the 2016 election. And finally, story number five, the S&P 500 index entered a bull market overnight as stocks rallied back from last year's lows. On optimism, the Federal Reserve is nearing the end of its interest rate hikes. The broad equities benchmark rose 0.6% in the session and is now 20% higher than its October lows. Big tech stocks were the big gainers as they have been really now for most of the year with Apple, NVIDIA, Amazon and Microsoft among the S&P 500's top performers, according to Bloom. The tech-heavy Nasdaq 100 index entered a bull market in late March and is up more than 30% this year. The Fed's expected decision to pause its rate rises is the latest trigger to propel stocks higher. Since the central bank signaled last week that it was likely to skip a rate rise at its June meeting, the S&P 500 has risen 2.7%, pushing it just past the bull market threshold. There we go. That's it for the afternoon report for Friday, the 9th of June, 2023. Sean Aylmer, Adam Lang, and I will be back tomorrow morning with the highly competitive weekend edition of Fear and Greed. I'm Michael Thompson. Enjoy your evening.